Welcome back to the Joat Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 129, the first episode of 2022 because January 1st was, uh, was a bit of a rough one. We'll call it a write-off. Yeah, and uh, so no no preview this week, but we are going to talk about week 17 of the NFL. We'll look at the playoff picture, uh, some other uh, headlines in the NFL. Hockey-wise, we haven't talked since the World Juniors were canceled. Right. Not much to really say about that beyond it just it really sucked and it was not a not a another not great day in the household yes especially after a great game against austria uh we'll talk about the winter classic three stars of the week and the month even though i kind of forget there is sports going on right now i feel like i've kind of like not distanced myself but i feel like it's harder to care right now if that makes sense oh for sure it does um and then nba uh a great kevin durant joel Embiid beef starting your favorite player kyrie irving coming back clay thompson's probable return i guess we have to call it it's still still a little up in the air uh the raptors hot start to end 2021 and begin 2022 a lot of scoring outbursts and records kind of reminds me of last year uh we will talk briefly as briefly as i can about the college football playoff because that michigan georgia game was over in the second quarter yeah might be generous might have been the first quarter uh then i have a couple non like not really attached to anything talk about novak djokovic getting an exception to go to australia yeah not happy about that the mlb parting the mlb network parting ways with ken rosenthal for a ridiculous reason and uh, an amazing transfer portal uh, theory that I found on TikTok. Uh, we'll, we'll start in the NFL. I guess, actually, let's do the other headlines first. So, the Washington football team has officially announced. They're moving. Not moving, no. but are announced that they are revealing their new name February 2nd. Why February 2nd? Uh, a lot of people are trying to read into that. Some people think it's Groundhog Day, so that they're going to call themselves the Groundhogs. Okay. Which is hilarious. I don't think it'll happen. Um, they have said that they're not going to be the Wolves or the Red Wolves. Those are both out of the question. They revealed part of the jersey, which to me is all I care about. The colors are pretty much the same. Yeah, you got to. Not as vibrant of a yellow, but uh, apparently there was another one... Um, that people tried to look up the Washington football team website and it came up as the Washington Admirals, which not. not I, like. You had some nicknames that I really liked. I don't remember them. They have a, like 10 podcasts ago. You had some good ones. They had a, they had a list of yeah. what they were. Like some of them were really good. Um, so yeah, a lot of people think it's, it's going to be the Admirals, which I guess it could be worse. I want. I still want it to be Red Tails. I thought that. Yeah, the I thought. Yeah, I think that's the the one we kind of agreed on. So yeah, the Hogs or the Red Hogs. That's 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 already their nickname though. Like that was their nickname of their offensive line in the eighties. Which I, I guess that'd be cool to go back to. So this is this isn't me saying this. This is Sports Illustrated ranking them. They had the Hogs at number one, which terrible name. Number two, they just had as the Washington Football Team. No, no. I'll call them that as a joke, but like that that should be when they're not playing well. We'll just call them the Washington almost professional football team. That should only happen when you have two sports teams with the same nicknames in the same city. 
Hence the term New York football giants because the baseball team used to play there and they were also called the Giants. That makes sense. Otherwise, get a nickname or move. That is true. Uh, the Brigade. Okay. Armada. Just, I'm just, just, I would take anything at this point. Defenders. That's not a good name. No. Especially because when they did too close to guardians like you're going from a native american nickname to like you're not offensive it's like you're being the opposite of offensive being the guardians and the defenders so now we're gonna back right off and be the opposite it's also um the x i think it was when the xfl happened for that one year i'm pretty sure the team in dc was the dc defenders so oh, okay well that makes sense if they're called the dc defenders i the I like the alliteration in nicknames. Commanders. Philadelphia Flyers. Like, it, it just rolls off the tongue. Well, it's not really alliteration, is it? Isn't that supposed to be the same letter? Same sound. Same sound. Okay. Um, the Presidents. No. That's terrible. No. <laughs> That's really bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, February February 2nd. Mark your calendars, everyone. Oh, yes. Can't wait. Right around, uh, I guess it would be before the Super Bowl, Conference Championship. Yeah, I don't know what day that's on, but yeah, we can look out, and I'm so excited to see what your reaction is going to be. If it's the Admirals, that's okay. It's it, admirable. It's also there couldn't really the alliteration part doesn't really work for Washington unless it was going to be the Wolves. Wizards. Just call them the same thing as the basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> the Washington, the Bullets, bring back the Bullets. Um, Cam Akers was activated by the rams he didn't play he's expected to play this week but um he tore his achilles i'm pretty sure it was his achilles or his acl like five months ago right and he's coming back wow that is just that is insane to me i wanted to bring that up and also it'll be a part of the games but tj watt is now one sack away from yeah uh, i thought he was gonna get it actually last night yeah or this morning when i watched it <laughs> four four sacks against the browns now at 21 and a half it's also hard. Cooper Cup said this. Do you think these should be considered new records because there's the extra, extra game? games? It's always gonna be. It's always been like that. It was went from a fourteen game to a sixteen game to a seventeen game. It's almost like the Dolphins are more excited now <laughs> that there's a seventeen game regular season, less chance of having a perfect season. And also, no one is ever gonna go sixteen and zero again. No, exactly. Just like no team's gonna go fourteen and zero. Right, like you, you could easily go the other way and say, "Yeah, you only played fourteen games." Was that the Dolphins? They were fourteen and zero. Yeah, uh, right. So it kind of takes a little bit. So really, New England is the only team to ever go sixteen and zero. Yeah, they went nineteen and one. Yeah, that's a ridiculous season. Yeah, they lost. That's the only time I I I never like when we include the record during a season. Like once it's I, the playoffs, you're Owen, you're Owen O. Yeah, I agree. For the whole season, once it's over, then you can say that. Because sure. for the Patriots, sure, they went nineteen and one. That's right. impressive. Yeah, I don't know why the NFL does that. I, I don't I'm not a big fan of that either. Yeah, like I want to hear about the thirteen and four Packers, although I don't know if they're losing this week. But like that's I don't yeah, I don't want to hear about the Super Bowl and it's the fifteen and four Packers. No, I agree. Because like even just trying to think. It's a different season. Yeah, it it is. It's the second season. It's the playoffs. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's weird. I, I agree. It's and it's the only sport that does it because other sports will talk about the team's regular season, but they yeah they draw a line like it's a different season. 
Like, it's not like we were talking about the 80 and 9 Chicago Bulls. Right. Like, that's not, yeah. that's right. not what we're referring. They're the 72, or sorry, the Warriors were 73 and 9. We're not talking about the 82 and 10 Bulls. So, so who had a better record? The Warriors or the Bulls, including playoffs? I'm assuming the Bulls did, because I think they romped everyone, didn't they? Well, no, the Warriors did. I guess they were down 3-1 twice, or they were up 3-1, or down 3-1 and up 3-1. Right. In... In the whole postseason, they probably lost six games. Like, I don't think they lost in the first two rounds, the right. Warriors. But I'll again, to... we don't know because, yeah, basketball doesn't do that. So, we, we yeah, you wouldn't say, well, the Bulls were 82 <laughs> and 9, and but yeah. the Warriors were 87 and 10. It's like a good question. They probably you did know? finish with the worst record because the Bulls, yeah, blocked uh, through that play. Worst record. I would take that any time, but okay. Between the two, yeah. like, greatest, greatest basketball teams, teams ever. ever. Um. All right, let's get into the games. New England thumps Jacksonville 50-10. to 10. This was, I know you're not a Patriots believer, but no. was there a piece of this that made you not necessarily believe in them, but feel more confident that they are not just some walkover playoff team? They played Jacksonville, first of all. 50-burger. And I don't think, and this is on Bill Belichick, I don't think he took any of his starters out. Like, I think they were there start to finish. It's a statement. Yeah, it's a, it's like he was trying to win two games in one so he could win the division because he's not going to win the division. Assuming that they, the Bills win. Right. Well, once we get through the games, we'll, we'll go. I have a screenshot because I was trying to write it down. There's too many scenarios out there. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it is Jacksonville, but they did this to the Jets too. To me, if if you are the better team, you should be winning by this amount. Yeah, for sure. For sure, there's no there's no scenario that you think the Patriots went around. At this, uh, it depends who they play. It's going to really depend who they play in my mind. But the, again, the games that they won this year, they're like a fake team, right? Like they beat the Jets a couple times. They beat Jacksonville. Uh, they beat the Chargers, who we thought were good, but we know they weren't. Now, like there's a now there's they kind of are again, right? They the beat the Bills in the weather. They w- should have never won that game. Yeah. And they lucked out because of 100-mile-an-hour hurricane winds. They don't win that game. See, they I, didn't win the game when there was the weather was good. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, Josh Allen did have a great game. I think I would say the Patriots actually balanced that out because I kind of think they, sh- looking back, they kind of deserved to win that game against the Bucks, but it was the weather that stopped them. All right, but it's Tom Brady, so like that's a factor for sure. And we have to say Tom Brady and the Patriots in a separate conversation. It's, yeah. it's still weird. Like I'm, I, I, it makes sense that he's on the Bucks, but it's still like I go back and even when I watch Mac Jones, there's a part of me that thinks he's kind of like the modern day Brady, but like two uh, two thousand one Brady, where we didn't I'm, know who he was yet. Absolutely, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think he's had a fabulous season. I just think, and again, guess what's going to happen this week? They're going to play a Dolphins team that the game means nothing. So guess what? Here's another. Oh, wow. They went 11-6. and six. Let's look at their wins. I definitely want to do right? that before we, we get to playoff for sure, games. For sure. They're, I'm going to say Tennessee is the only one that I can remember that was a legitimate good win this year against a good team. I, yeah, because like I was going to say, because... The team, like, I remember that Cleveland game. That that was in the middle of this, like, four-game stretch where they outscored everyone. Like, the 500-2 to is what it felt like. If, if you looked at the schedule of the season, it looked like a tough schedule. But now that we know all the teams, 
it's not so tough of a schedule, which they didn't have anyway. What did they finish last year? Five hundred seventy-nine. Yeah, right. So they like had that. a seventy-nine schedule, right? So uh, Chicago beats the Giants twenty-nine to three, a game that really didn't matter either way. George, Joe Judge, Matt Nagy, probably both on the hot seat. I know the Giants said they're bringing back Judge, but I. I just I would have a lot of trouble doing that. Just with the the way the team looked, it it just looks like they gave up. I didn't even watch this game. I taped it and then just deleted it. I happened to see the score, but sometimes I'll still watch the game just to see. And there was nothing in it interesting. The the biggest I, watching the highlights because I did watch the highlights and. The Giants and Bears, who were the dominant teams in the 50s and yeah. 60s, like that's all you got, right? There's nothing else. Yeah. yeah, there's just two sad sack teams in my mind. Like, it's just not good. I saw a stat that, do you remember, this is going to go back a few years ago, when the Giants were about to play the Packers in a playoff game and all their wide receivers went on a boat? Yeah. Apparently, the record since then is like 10 and 59. Wow. So the, the Odell stay curse. The yeah, stay off the boat. And the Bears scoring 29 points in itself. Although they did it against the Packers, that's impressive. And they did this one without Justin Fields. Right. It was Andy Dalton. Right. His audition to be Joe Burrow's backup. There you go. I'm going to speak that into existence. Um, a game that should have been a lot better, but Tennessee ends Miami's playoff chances 34-3. Yeah. to And it was a seven-game winning streak. We loved this Dolphins team. Yeah. And Just can't win them all. Once once they played a team that was clearly at the upper echelon of right. football, Miami got exposed. Tua is just – he's a game manager, and I don't yep. think there's anything wrong with that, but he's not going to win you games. Right, and they have a good defense. But, yeah, just, again, there's – we we called this from the beginning of the year. There's two different levels of teams here, and they're all showing now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a very right. clear hierarchy. Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple of teams that surprised me, like New England on the positive side, but then there's the Clevelands on the other side that I thought would be fighting with Cincinnati for the playoff yeah. division crown. Well, even Baltimore now has kind of regressed to, yeah, absolutely. to that side. Um, I guess Tennessee, like, I, I know if I look through the AFC, if I could just roll through it quickly off the top of my head, as much as, I mean, Tennessee is probably going to be the one seed. They're going to play everyone against Houston because they need that game to be the one seed yeah. to give Derrick Henry another week, which I think is kind of the scary thing that I've just kind of ignored but realized that they said he was going to come back for the playoffs. Right. That's a that's a team that's gaining momentum and looks even scarier if Derrick Henry comes back and is remotely healthy. Again, the only thing that makes me a little bit nervous about Tennessee, they're like New England. Look at the division they play in. They get four wins right off the top yeah. in their division. So there's four wins right there. And they managed to sweep the Colts before they got hot. Right. So there's six. We knew they were going to win that division, right? We called it at the beginning of the year. But when they played out some, some tougher teams like the New Englands, they didn't fare very good. There's a few games they played that I thought it would be a good game, and it wasn't actually. They got blown out. Yeah, New England kicked them to the curb. <clears throat> so Tennessee... Um, just to go through the other playoff teams, you would take Kansas City over Tennessee? Yes, for sure. Buffalo? Buffalo over Tennessee, yeah. If they if they had that rematch, I it, think it, McDermott kicks the field goal. If they got put in that scenario again in gotcha. the Monday night game. I, I, I still think Kansas City and Buffalo, it's the same as last year. They're the top two teams in the AFC. Cincinnati? They're right there. They're like a 2B, right, right with Buffalo. 
So what? Kansas City's one, and yeah, then yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo is and Cincinnati are two A two B. Yeah, uh, Indy. They would be probably next. I think I would take Indy over Tennessee. I just like the way they're playing, but or then it comes New down England. to Wentz. See, like those three teams to me are are all kind of the fake teams. Yeah, like how good are you? Well, why don't you? We'll find out when you got to play a good team. See, I feel like for me it is that Kansas City, Buffalo are one A, one B, and then that two is Tennessee, Cincinnati. Gotcha. And then I agree with that pretenders part. The New England, all Indianapolis, right? Chargers, Raiders. Yeah, go down the list, right? Steelers. <laughs> Still in it. Uh, Buffalo beats Atlanta 29 to 15. And it's a game, again, you look at the score and you go, okay, Buffalo, you know, two touchdown win. It feels safe. No. Nope. I hated this. I hated watching Atlanta look that good. I'm going to save my remarks because I have it as my bad. Okay. So I will save it. Um, I, I will say Atlanta gets an early safety. And I'm thinking yeah. this is going to be a weird one. And for sure. And it was. Yeah, it was for the most part. To be Allen, honest with you, Allen didn't play well. Through what three interceptions? Yeah, at and, least two, and, and was not accurate again. Like, like he's really regressed. Yeah, and Hit against and Prescott Al- too. An Atlanta defense that is not is not supposed to be good. Look good. Yeah, they look pretty good in this one. Even so did the Bills defense too. Yeah. They were they were pretty solid. Yeah, I think it's a, the uh, snow wasn't. It was kind of a factor, but it was just on the ground a bit but it wasn't slippery or it wasn't super cold yeah it was just a just almost like for show yeah it was like when you're playing madden football and oh it's a snow day so they put some white stuff on the screen i love that that is it's a great it's a great time when you play snow madden games i like playing snow madden games in august to just be like this is gonna be what it's like in a few months uh tampa bay beats the jets 28 24 oh boy before we talk about the game i i think everyone I don't know who put odds on Antonio Brown pulling a Neil Braden from Slapshot, but... He did. He did. And so now, recording Tuesday, we have a little bit more of the story that Brown has an ankle injury that he didn't think he could play through, that Arians told him to go out there. He said no, and then Arians told him to leave. So that's when the whole charade happened. But to see this was especially because i haven't watched red zone the last few weeks this was the weirdest red zone showed this about four times because it's impossible to believe that if you just described this to someone of yeah this football player got mad uh he took off his jersey his shoulder pads he stripped down to his like just his top was gone and he threw it into the stands and then he's like in the end zone dancing it kind of scared me the bucks like response like Brady's response where he's like, I, I just hope he gets his gets help. Like, yeah, because he's got a mental issues, right? Yeah. For sure. It and, is. He, and the Bucks won't release him. No, because, because they don't want anyone else to get him because he is a good player no. if he wants to play. No. Someone will give him a chance, right? There's teams out there like salivating going, just release him. We just need him for the week 18 in the playoffs. Yeah, someone can deal with his shenanigans i don't know if anyone could at this point i to me as much as i he's a talented wide receiver i just don't know if i'd want to take that chance on my team i don't think there's a team out there because to me it was brady or it was the patriots and he's done both of those (laughs) i don't know it doesn't seem like there's a team left but tampa bay this is this is another i'm gonna put a red flag on the bucks not only did they barely eke out this game they shouldn't have won this game the jets were just 
beating them. It wasn't some like, oh, they blocked a punt or some fluke. No, Zach Wilson and the offense was moving the, the ball. The, and did you see what happened at the end? I, I have no idea why the Jets decide to go for it on fourth and two. <laughs> Kick a field goal. Kick a field goal. You're up. So they're up 21-24. Kick a field uh Yeah. Well, they're up 24. So. Yeah. 27-21. Just kick the field goal. And risk Brady scoring a touchdown Who on cares? you. Who cares? I get You're that. You're the Jets. <laughs> Fourth and two. Like, it drives me nuts now. Like, coaches, they always want to go for it. Like, I feel bad for field goal kickers. Like, they're getting out of jobs. They're going to be looking for work. Man, it's like a 30-yard like, field goal. Just take the three points. I don't know why team. Like, Buffalo did that, too. Like, just take the three. Like, actually, they scored, but I was still mad. Yeah. They scored on the Falcons on fourth down, but just kick the damn field goal. It Because, to me, the points are more important to keep your momentum. The momentum is huge. If you don't score, the other it's a huge lift for the other team, in my mind. Every yeah. time. I don't care what the score is. It just It's like a fight in hockey. You've just changed the whole complexion of the game. Especially when, yeah, like you said, you're, you're the Jets, and they run a quarterback sneak. With Zach Wilson, who looks he he actually doesn't Wilson. look terrible, but like QB sneak when it's fourth and, and a very two. long two. Like unless you're Manu Bowl, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. And it's it's just it's why they're the Jets. And and the touchdown they gave up, it it wasn't like Brady drove down the field. It was like a fifty yard path. It's almost like the Jets when they played. Oh, uh, that was the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, and like they the all out blitzed was, on yeah. the last play of the game. And they were. <laughs> this is it. It'd be frustrating if we're doing I'm like a Jets fan fan power ranking like anger. I would say the Giants get to be first, and then the Jets are second. I think the Giants are way more because at least with the Jets, you can see okay. Zach Wilson there, could be the quarterback. For of the sure, future. there's more promise in New York, in Jetland than there is in Giantland. Even in Jacksonville, like you at least yeah. have that. Yeah, you have Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, absolutely. And you get the running back, who of course didn't play all year, right? So well, you, they have two running backs, like Etienne, who they right. drafted, and James Robinson, who is right. like he's good, the offensive so, rookie of the year last year. Um, yeah this this is still like the Bucks. I agree. The Bucks. I, I I agree with the red flag because Buffalo could have beat them. Yep. Right. They let them back in that game. There was a one sided first half, and yeah, if you go down the list, yeah, they they won some games they should have lost, like New England. Right. Yeah, that was a weather game. They could have lost that one. Yeah, they're not the same team they were last year for sure. I I, I don't. But last year they were rolling by this yeah. time, right? I remember they killed Green Bay, and from that game on, they went on a huge roll. I'm pretty After sure that. it was yeah like I think week it was seven or something it was or week eight it was that and they lost to the Saints and then from there they didn't lose a game the rest of the year right like it's it's a team that got hot and now you're thinking okay yeah, I have to trust this team to beat so they're not getting a bye Green Bay is already the one seed so right. you have to play one have of to play somewhere cold air well yeah I guess Most eventually likely. you'd have to go to Green Bay which yeah. they did do last year uh, yeah for sure it just it doesn't feel like the same team. And even those wild card teams, do do you really want to play Philadelphia as no, as much as like I was so often on them, they're just they're doing the right things right now. Yep. They're playing their game. They beat Washington twenty to sixteen, and again they were losing this game, and it made me think, oh, I'm really glad I, I bet on the Eagles. Yeah, this this weekend for me oh was boy, not that was 
lost seven out of your eight games on your ticket. That's the I don't think I've seen anyone do worse than that. Especially the the bad beats of. So I took Miami over Tennessee. I was just riding the Dolphins. I, I just really liked that team. That's fair. They got killed. I had Philly minus five. Yeah, they that was twenty to only, sixteen. That was your only close one though. Well, Carol, I had Carolina plus seven. They yeah. lost by eight. eight. Um, I don't remember. I think I had the Rams. Yeah. They were like minus five. Yeah. Uh, I had Detroit. Yeah. And they got they killed. Got smoked. Denver. They got killed. Smoked. Yeah. <laughs> and then I even pretty. had I even had Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. And that was actually a kind of a close game. It was again. I didn't realize Cleveland was out of it. I thought they still. They said they were mathematically eliminated. I would have taken them too. No. But then I forgot it's Ben's last game, most likely. Well, really, by the way, he kind of showed his stuff. Yeah, he's done. He knows. He knows it's it. Um, so yeah, Philly. Philly going into the playoffs. I know they would have to go to Tampa Bay in this scenario, but that's a good. That's a good battle because it's supposedly the best rush defense against the best rushing attack. That would be a good game that way. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas beats Indianapolis 23-20. A great back-and-forth game. I know the, this is ultimately the win-it-for-John-Madden type of game, even though they're yeah. not Oakland anymore. Right. Still the Raiders. But it also just it made me think, if the Raiders somehow make the playoffs, and yep. it's they are Very possible. one win away from doing for it. For sure, against I, a wishy-washy team. It's it's such a story where the guy who's probably your number one wide receiver yep. gets kicked off the team for yep. speeding and yep. whatever. Yep. You lose your coach because Head of coach because of emails. A whole bunch of bad stuff there. They haven't had Darren Waller for weeks. Been, exactly. Is and he could, back? Is he could he be back this week? I that think he was supposed huge, to be back last week. Oh, that's a huge factor. If he plays next week, wow. I might take the Raiders. Ooh, that's a, I can't that, believe I'd say that playing the Chargers, but at least we we have until Friday to see where yeah, see where the numbers at. are at there. Yeah, um, like for the Colts, it, they had a chance to win in their in Carson Wentz got taken off the COVID list the morn like Sunday morning, so that made me hesitate. I had the Rams like I think the Colts were like minus eight and a half or minus seven and a half, which I think is a little ridiculous. Although we did think the Raiders team was out of it. I think the John Madden boost is a big thing, and now they're one win away from the playoffs. And funny enough, if um, if the Colts lose to Jacksonville, the Chargers and Raiders can tie, and they both make the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy because that's the Steelers need one of those teams to win. Yeah. They can't tie. Yeah, that is that's weird, hilarious. Uh, the Rams beat Baltimore twenty to nineteen, and I know this is the twelve and four Rams, but. Matt Stafford looks terrible. <laughs> he looks terrible. Isn't that the, isn't that supposed to be your Los Angeles Rams? It is. I like yeah, every other aspect of their team, but Matt Stafford looks like he might cost them a playoff game. So Goff maybe wasn't the the difference there. I don't I, know how much. I wasn't I a feel. big Stafford fan, but everybody else was. They thought he's a superstar. I think he's okay, but if he's doing this in the regular season with a good team and a good defense, what's he gonna do in the playoffs? If they even make it, they clinched a playoff spot. Oh, they're twelve and four. They are a good team. It's their quarterback that's holding them back. Wow. He looks like he should be on the Browns in like the mid two thousands. That's how I feel watching him. Is he should be on a bad team, but they somehow pulled this out. So no confidence in the Rams going into the postseason. 
beat the Niners and that's your they've lost I think it's six straight to the Niners you beat the Niners that's some confidence especially a team that you could knock them out of the playoffs right so yeah it's a playoff game that'll be on I'm sure that'll be on TV I think it would have to be but so the Rams also we have the the analytics bug again where the the Rams score at the end and they go up 20 to 19 and they go for two which this is this is the one where I go you know what that's smart if you get that two point you're up by three and only a field or only a touchdown beats you and if Baltimore gets in range for a field goal and it's Justin Tucker right everyone's pretty confident that's going to go through yeah I'm pretty sure the Ravens are mathematically eliminated now I'm pretty sure oh but they play Pittsburgh this week so either way that's a playoff game uh Tyler Huntley still like he still just impresses me like I just I look at I look at Lamar and I look at Baker. I think everyone knows Cleveland would not be smart to give Baker a big contract. It, to me, it would be like a bridge deal. Give him two years to try to prove himself. Right. He's not playing this coming week because he's getting his shoulder surgery because it's a game that doesn't matter now. Right. But also Baltimore, like the way the quarterback kind of progression with contracts goes, Lamar's up next and a lot of people would think he's getting the big contract, which... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore does it, but I I would hesitate. I don't know if he's really going to be that franchise type of quarterback. And I love Lamar Jackson. Who but are their wide receivers? That is also fair. It's Marquise Brown, who's always been inconsistent. Right. Sammy Watkins, who's a number three at best. Yeah. They have Rashad Bateman, who has looked pretty good. Rookie out of or I was about to say Washington, out of Minnesota. I'm pretty sure. So they. Do need to get a more weapons. Yeah, they, Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. They just need number one wide receiver, and maybe that's the difference. Could be. Maybe then you trust him. But yeah, I this again. It goes back. I remember we were having this conversation about Dak probably before we started doing this together. But am I going to give Lamar Jackson thirty five million dollars a year? Actually, that might be low. That I, I would actually probably give him thirty five million because Mahomes is going to make fifty million dollars a year and. The Chiefs seem like they're still going to be fine somehow. They're going to figure it out. Um, they were unable to figure it out. I didn't realize that's the game I had next. They had a great first half against Cincinnati. The offense is firing. They score in their first two possessions, and it's okay. They're going to score 40, and this is going to be – Cincinnati's going to have to battle for one more week. But this Bengals offense and, and Joe Burrow, I, I really – I never like conversations like this because it's always just some dumb sports talk show, but are there 10 quarterbacks you would pick over Joe Burrow right now? No. He's throwing for 500 yards a game. <laughs> what, three weeks in a row? Yeah. Like, yeah. They um, they have had, I think it was 12 plays that have gone 50 yards or more for a touchdown this year already. Wow. Like, they're big play like Chase figuring it out. Like that white stripe is nowhere to be found and he's catching balls like I'm in the NFL. Not even in the NFL. It's like one of the greatest rookie seasons ever. Right. Tony Romo even brought that up during uh was it did he do that game? Yeah, that yeah. was he talked about the white stripe that you had talked about. It it is it's funny that that was a problem and then Jamar Chase is putting up 266 yards in this game. And honestly, that was one of those I didn't look it up before, and I just like wanted to guess. And I'm like, he probably had like 180, 190 yards. Right. Nope, 266 and three touchdowns. Yeah. And that's 
probably more than half of Burrow because I think yeah. Burrow threw for 450, 460, something oh, like that. Oh, that's it? Oh, off day. Yeah, off day compared to last week. This Bengals team is getting hot at the right time. And I My thought, Bengals. Your Bengals. Yeah. My You're, teams always seem to do well, eh? The ones I cheer for. Yeah, you had the Niners two years ago, the yeah. Titans last year. Yeah. Um, I think of because I always think of if the Bengals had to play the Patriots, which to me that would be one of the best first round games yeah. possible. Yep. Because I always think of oh, Belichick's going to take away your your number one target. And right. It's like okay, you take Jamar Chase out of the game. Yeah. Here comes Tyler Boyd, and right. here comes Higgins. D Higgins, and here comes Joe Mixon. They got, yeah, they got lots of weapons. Weapons everywhere that. It's a young team, and I'm glad they're getting this playoff chance because you kind of that seems to be the natural progression of this team. And I I don't know how anyone doesn't like Joe Burrow. To me, he's one of the most likable football players out there. I wonder if he's still leading the league and getting sacked though. Like he still gets hit a lot. That that scares me. They need to work on their offensive line. I was also thinking Burrow has got to be the comeback player of the year at this point. Oh, for sure. Torn ACL. For sure. And- yeah. Was gonna be up there at pass. Like I remember, it it seemed natural that it was going to be Dak, but that's kind of gone down the drain. Well, not down the drain, but not just been better players, better comeback players. Because yeah. even Nick Bosa has had a really good year. Right. Um. Also, I'll I'll throw it out there that I know the Chiefs only scored three points in the second half, but was this not like one of the, like I know we should go back after Week 18, but this has to be one of the games of the year. Oh, yeah. Like, it was yeah, just it was so much fun. Yeah. It was almost like, uh, what was it, week one when we watched the game in the cottage? That was a good game, too. The Sunday or Sunday and or Monday nighter. I think Raiders. it was. Oh, yeah. Raiders Ravens. Yeah. That was that, that Sunday night was my Matt Stafford coronation because right. it was Rams Bears. Yes. Which has not gone too well now. I definitely I'm going to look back. I guess before the playoffs and just see what we're really because that was a great game. Even the other Monday night game the Ravens had against the Colts. Like there's right. a lot of great games out there. Uh, Joe Burrow took the um, uh, Patrick. Have we ever talked about the Patrick Mahomes meme where everyone just says F it Tyreek's down there somewhere. Yeah. Burrow did the exact same thing and he just said F it Jamar's down there somewhere or right. Chase is down there. Um Mahomes, I know the Justin Herbert pass against the Giants last week, a couple weeks ago, was amazing. The pass Mahomes makes where he throws it to Tyreek and he drops it because the right. defender's right there, that might have been the greatest pass I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, he was, like, bending his – like, it was a sidearm pass yeah. that went, like, 50-plus yards. Right. It was ridiculous. Um. Yeah, these, these two teams, this is just – even if it's not a conference championship type of game, like this feels like a rivalry that could start for yeah. the next 10 years. For sure. For sure it could, yeah. I, the only the only thing that I have a problem with Kansas City is what you just talked about, Hill dropping a ball. They drop a lot of balls this year, which they like almost never drop balls before. And I think that brings them down to earth and makes them competitive with all the other teams this year because that's why they are. They had to battle to – finish first instead of just cruising to first because yeah they had to figure things out and they're still not quite there like even kelsey he'll drop balls which he never did that before so i don't know what's going on there do you think the wild card weekend would actually be good for the chiefs yeah it might be get some momentum yeah exactly uh to the late window seattle beats detroit 51 29 didn't watch much of this one yeah. but is this the is this C- seattle's coronation i kind of feel like this this team is kind of done yeah, I th- yeah, I almost think 
Pete Carroll might be one of the Black Monday coaches on the move. Yeah, it it just seemed it like that Wilson's last game at home. Yeah, I just I don't know if Russell Wilson's back. I'm I'm sure he said he wants to be a Seahawk for life, but if there's a better option out there, like I I thought of the Raiders and yeah. if the Raiders trade for Russell Wilson, and then I thought about it for two more minutes and I thought, how much better do you actually get between Russell Wilson and Derek Carr? That's fair enough. Yeah, maybe it just changes scenery for both of them, makes right. a difference, but right. I don't know if you get that much better. And the poor Lions, this is probably going to be like their worst loss this year. Yeah, like they were in most games. They got blown out a couple times. and This is one of them. Yep. Uh, San Francisco beats Houston 23-7. to The the Trey Lance game in which they scored 23 points. And Why it did felt he like start? This, uh, Garoppolo's hurt. He's oh, okay. his thumb, I think. He's not. So this is the weird. So he's not having surgery. He didn't play this week, but he's going to play in the playoffs, I assume. Probably okay. even this week he'll play. Right. And watching Trey Lance made me think, this is why rookie quarterbacks sit. Because yeah. he is a talented quarterback. He's right. good with his legs. He's got a strong arm. Right. But he needs to learn how to run an NFL offense. That's why they let him play against a college football team <laughs> this week. And even Houston's been playing well. I, yeah. I was kind of worried about them him getting thrown to the Wolves a bit. But right. San Francisco pulled it out. They're a better team. Yeah. They should be a playoff team. And I hate that we might have... Although, it might be fun betting-wise if we get San Francisco knocked out of the playoffs by the Saints. We get to go, all right, are we betting against Ian Book or Blake Bortles? Oh, boy. Or Taysom Hill? Wow. Are they going to bring Drew Brees back? Might as well. <laughs> uh, the Chargers beat Denver 34-13. Again, the wishy-washy Chargers come, come back up. So now, going into this week, this is the winner-take-all game. If we're going by the metric of the wishy-washy Chargers, they should lose this game and not make the playoffs. Exactly. We'll see. And in a primetime spot, I really want to trust Justin Herbert, but I don't I don't think it's just Herbert. I just think it's yeah, the team. The, for sure. For sure. It's the sophomore slump. It's come through. That's and true. yeah, if you're going to you know, if you're going to take Herbert or Carr, n- normally I would say Herbert, but I think the more reliable guy is Carr. He is the safer choice. Yeah. Herbert could throw for 500 yards, but you know Carr is throwing for 250-300. Where is this game being played? It is in Las Vegas. Oh. And it's going to be it's going to be Alan Chris Sunday Let's night. If it was in Los Angeles, at least the Raiders would be going home. <laughs> uh New Orleans beats Carolina 18 to 10. I'm going to throw it out there another one I did not. I watched the highlights, but Saints aren't good. Carolina's got a good defense. and That's a, all I got to say about this because there's no quarterbacks I want to watch. No running back. Or I guess just one running back. Kamara's about the only guy I'd probably want to watch in this game. Yeah, it's, it's two teams that feel like they shouldn't matter, but one of them still matters. Yeah. And I... I mean, at this point, Atlanta season is so far down the drain that I hope they just beat the Saints. I, I hope just for NFL fandom, I think we should cheer for the Falcons, not just because they deserve it and they deserve the pity of every NFL fan, but let's just make sure the Saints don't make the playoffs. Again, I don't think the Saints are a good team. I, I, I would, I'll take the Falcons. I bet you they'll be underdogs by like four and a half or maybe even more. Might be six and a half. They played Buffalo pretty good in the snow. It's not going to be cold. No. Back in the dome, yeah, and Atlanta. I'll at take home. Atlanta. I'll take Atlanta. Early, Outright. early pick. Yep. 
Uh, Arizona beats Dallas 25-22. It's a Dallas team that's already clinched their division. Yeah. An Arizona team that was reeling and needed that type of game. Yeah. And Dallas missed a field goal early in the game, and I knew it was going to cost them. Sirline missed a, I don't know, 40-yard or something early in the game, and that was the difference. Yeah. Kyler undefeated in Dallas. Yeah. Like, again, Dallas was due for a loss. Arizona was due for a win, in my mind. Arizona's better on the road. I don't know. I know. Dallas didn't play that well in this game. If you're taking. Lots of drop balls. If you're taking your cowboy fandom out of this, wouldn't you want to see Arizona Dallas in a playoff oh, game? Oh, for sure. I want to play them again. Yep. Oh, you want to play them again? Oh, absolutely. I was going to say absolutely. take out just to watch. Oh, no, no. No, yeah, for sure. I think Micah Parsons is the perfect type of player for Kyler. I didn't I didn't find Paul Pollard ran the ball very much. Like he wasn't in the game much for some reason. It's almost like Dallas wanted to play their backups but yeah. just kind of hesitated on offense. And now they get the Saturday night game because yeah, they're the they're the nightcap on Saturday against the Eagles, and it's this weird. So Dallas has clinched the playoffs; they've clinched the division. Right. The Eagles have clinched the playoff spot. So what are we really playing for? Dallas Positions. could move up, Pos- yeah. yeah, and so could Philly. Yeah, I guess if right. the, move up and down. Like I so. just I wonder how much they're really gonna care about that. Like if I was Dallas, you know you're gonna you know you're not getting a bye. I feel like I would just rest everyone. And I don't, unless you really care about who you're going to play. Division matchup, they're big rivals. It'd probably still be a good game. Good game, sure. But like if you're, unless you're worried about being the four seed, unless you're worried about who's going to be in that five spot, because that's still up in the air. Could be the Rams, the Cardinals. Right. I don't think it could be any. I think it's just those two. And I would probably, at this point, I would rather play the Rams. Uh, Sunday night, Green Bay beats Minnesota 37-10. to 10. We got to see Sean Mannion. Yeah, I felt bad. Like, he hasn't played in a game in two years or something like that, and it showed. Hasn't, hasn't. Like, didn't. it was close for the first 12 minutes. <laughs> like, and, and I really think Rodgers should win the MVP. I don't think he will because, like, he's not really well-liked by the media. And anyone last year, <laughs> I can't remember someone, I can't remember, can't remember who it was. Now. I think it was Eli Manning called him out and said that your toe injury is fake. Wow. Which, I, I I just think he's an accurate passer. Like, he's a guy that doesn't miss miss very many throws. Like, they're bang on or, or perfect. Yeah, or it's throwing the guy open. Yeah, exactly. Like, he doesn't, yeah, he's not missing many throws. Or if he does, he's doing it on purpose because there's no one open or whatever. But, yeah, he's, I don't know, he, he's not many players that were better than him this year. Now, if anything, they'll give it to Brady, I guess. Like, I feel like it's a two-horse race yeah. because we're not going to give it to a running back or a wide right. receiver. Right. Um, I guess my fun thing, Minnesota plays Chicago this week. My big question is who gets fired first? That will be my oh whole boy. motivation of that game is who's going to try to get themselves fired first? Because I don't think either Matt Nagy or Mike Zimmer are going to survive the weekend are going to get out of, I guess, yeah, if anything, it'll be Black Monday. But it's just it's a Minnesota team that I was campaigning. They should be a playoff team. And yeah. I know they didn't have Kirk. Yeah, that hurts. The Kellen Mond thing was really weird. You draft this guy in the third round, and they asked Mike Zimmer about it, and he said basically said, yeah, I don't want to play him. 
and they asked like oh don't you want to see him on the field and he yeah. said i see him every day that has to be terrible as a quarterback to be like oh, okay so this guy just hates me right i see him every day well i guess you're not wrong but you don't want to give that guy a chance you don't think he gives you a chance to win mike zimmer will not have a job after week 18 and if he does that's i have to text my viking fan friend because that's that's tough that yeah. this should have been a playoff team yeah i agree monday night the ben roethlisberger swan song yep and um the real mvp of the game was Najee harris because he as he's done for this whole year been carrying the steelers team for sure and broke franco harris's rookie record again harris did in 14 games he did in 16 but we can talk about that all day now the the swan song for bed and it, it brought me back to a minute of like i think i said this earlier this season like people forget about how good ben was oh I, I, for sure like he was never my favorite quarterback i don't know why but yeah he was definitely he was good he's always been good yeah ever like it's been it's made me thought a little bit of the end of kobe's career where it's like the last two or three years have not been great but go back to 2006 go back to 2009 right. yeah, he's a he super bowl champion for, for a sure. reason for sure for sure I don't disagree and now he's got the two gloves he barely throws more than 10 yards and yeah poor poor Najee harris he deserves an off season a nice vacation and some of those norma tech pants because he's i feel like he's he's been in the nfl for like four seasons already right for the amount, the of, amount of he's played and the amount of hits he takes it's it's rough um and they'll be the first 500 team of the season yeah they will they'll, they'll finish they'll eight eight and one yeah, that's right but the fact that they won this game to save their playoff chances so now we head into this final weekend and pittsburgh if everything goes their way they could be a playoff team it's unbelievable they're just they're not good um all right let's go through the playoff picture uh via a picture that i'm trying to pull up on my phone okay uh nfc so green bay they're playing in detroit they've clinched the nfc north clinched the one seed matt lafleur said the starters are still playing yeah they'll play a quarter or something detroit might win this game maybe i didn't even think about that maybe like the first half because yeah. they're also coming jair alexander and david bakhtiari Bakhtiari has been out for the year, and Alexander hasn't played since week four. They'll give him some snaps, but yeah. I just I think even Lafleur said I'm worried about a three week layoff, right? And so well, I guess maybe two, because you if you take this week off, you get the bye week, and then yeah. it's your third week off. Might be a little rusty. Um, the log jam starts in the middle. So the Rams, they're twelve and four. They're hosting the Niners. They clinched a playoff spot. They need to win or the Cardinals to lose to win the division. Fair, fair enough. Uh, the Bucks are hosting the Panthers. They've clinched their division. They can clinch the number two seed if they win and the Rams lose. Uh, Dallas, again, they're playing the Eagles, clinch the division. They can move up to the two seed if the Bucks, Rams, and Cardinals all lose. Hmm. So I guess that is something to play for. Right. Uh, Arizona. They've clinched their playoff spot. If they win and the Rams lose, they win the division. Right. The 49ers, they can, they're in L.A. They can clinch a playoff spot if they win or if the Saints lose. So pretty easy enough win and you're in. Yeah. And then the Eagles clinch their playoff spot. The Saints in Atlanta, if they win and the 49ers lose, we get to see Ian Book, Blake Bortles, Taysom Hill. Take your pick. Bring back uh, – 
Archie Manning? Is that the dad? Yep. There we go. We can bring back a Saints legend. Uh, AFC side, again, there's a few of these that get a little confusing. The top three. So the Bills are the only division winner that can't finish with the one seed. Okay. Uh, Tennessee clinched the division. They can clinch the one seed with a win or if the Chiefs, Bengals, and Patriots lose or the Chiefs and Patriots lose but the Bills win because they beat the Bills. Oh, okay. Uh, Kansas City, the two seed. If they win and Tennessee loses, they're the one seed. Uh, Cincinnati, they can clinch the one seed. If they win, Tennessee, Kansas City, and New England all lose. Or the Bills win. Or sorry, with the Bengals win, the Bills win, and both the Titans and Chiefs lose. So those top three are kind of all in. Cincinnati's in the worst I guess not worst case scenario, but you need Kansas City who's probably going to play everyone and Tennessee who's going to probably play everyone to right. lose. Right. And then uh, Buffalo can move up to the two seed. Uh, they can clinch the division if they win or the Patriots lose, which they're playing the Jets. Odds in their favor. Uh, they can be the two seed if the Chiefs and the Bengals lose along with them winning. And they'll be the three seed if they win and one of the Chiefs and Bengals lose. Uh, wild cards, the Patriots can still win the division if they win and the Bills lose. Right. They can actually clinch the one seed if wow. they win along with the Titans, Bills, and Chiefs losing. Wow. That's that's pretty fun. It's not as crazy of like who's going to get in. Right. It's kind of just the Where one matchup. It's a juggle. Yeah. Uh, Indianapolis, um, I think they might have clinched a playoff spot. Uh, so they can clinch playoff berth if they win or, oh, okay. So if the Ravens, Chargers, and Steelers on Monday night lose, but they had already won, um, or losses by the Chargers. I, I feel like they're they're if they win they're in is right. still their scenario I'm pretty sure and yeah there's some weird that doesn't really make sense so like the scenarios that they had with them with the oars included Pittsburgh losing Monday night which didn't happen uh, Chargers win and you're in um, the Raiders are win or pittsburgh and indianapolis losing oh so they have other sorry wait they have to i know it just says or Hmm. so maybe if they lose to the chargers but the steelers and colts both lose they can get in yeah then still Hmm. uh the steelers can clinch a playoff berth with win would they have they had to keep their playoff hopes line alive by beating the browns they have to beat the Ravens, and the Colts have to lose. And the Broncos and Raiders can't tie. The Chargers and Raiders. Oh, sorry, yeah. And then, so it still says Baltimore is in it. Um, so they need to win, and they need help. Indianapolis, Cleveland, the Chargers, and the Dolphins to all lose. <sighs> that's that's hard. I don't I don't know. I I just I I guess. It's to me. It just all goes back to the Colts are playing the Jaguars, right? And I just don't see them losing that game. No, 
unless this is like the ultimate i'm in a bet on this game and then philip rivers comes out of the building and throws a few interceptions and loses the game for the colts right that's all like i can imagine so those are all the long-winded playoff scenarios i'm sure we'll go back over them and read them extensively throughout the week and then I also like doing it just in the middle of games where you're just like, okay, so if they win and they lose, and it's just a, it's a fun puzzle to figure out. Uh, two, wow, we've talked about football for 52 minutes. <laughs> uh, that's, that's that time of year. Uh, World Juniors canceled. Meh, it sucks. Like, I just, I guess it was more of like we had just finished recording the last episode. Right. Like Worse. 20 minutes after, and yeah. then it was just like, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. I just want to ignore it. And now we're already like past or almost at the point where it would have been a gold medal game. Yeah. Connor Bedard has like 15 points in four games. He's yeah. He's on or fire. Maybe five games, but still, it's people brought up if he should go to the Olympics. Oh boy. I I don't think you need to put a 16 year old through no. that. It's just 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 disappointing. I feel like I I missed something this Christmas. You know, there's a a hole in my heart. Man, we got we got cheated out of for sure. At least we got a few games. So I guess it's almost better. I, I know it probably feels worse, but I think it would have been worse if they would have canceled it altogether. Yeah, at least if we, we went to watch three games, right? Yeah, we got to see the team a they, bit. They won all their games. They went undefeated. Undefeated. Um, Brad Marchand was talking about the Olympics, and it brought up a lot of. I listened to Elliot Friedman, Jeff Merrick, Thirty Two Thoughts podcast, and they brought up how some of the players were asking to be either put on waivers or avoid their contract or retire for a couple weeks wow. to go to the Olympics. Wow. They never said who specifically, but basically the NHL shut down everything. And I kind of thought about it and I'm, I don't say this much, but I might be on Brad Marchand's side. Well, yeah, if someone wants to go, but again, are they even going to have them now? Like it's Olympics still a go. I feel like they're you just know, ignoring like, it. They're just going to push through. Yeah. If they if they were smart, they'd push it back a year, and the NHL would probably go. Oh, yeah, exactly. Have Olympics on odd years, it'd be weird. Um, yeah, it it the way he did describe it, I didn't love. Where it's like this was an agreement, and I felt like the NHL was trying to get out of it the whole time. Right. And now they've just taken it away from us. But there is a justifiable reason they didn't just say yeah. no. We don't want you to go. No, no for it's, sure, for sure. They've had probably what 60 games postponed by now yeah and like still postponing games Oh, like you never know who's in the lineup no right it's... like who's who's in who's out taxi squad it's it's a mess this is this is not going to be a fun fun few weeks for the nhl no it's easier for the nba because there's less players but it just seems like we're kind of in this mess for i would say the next two months and that might be for sure liberal yeah for sure uh the winter classic always a great uh new year's day tradition yeah although it was new year's night yeah i don't know why it was in minnesota like were they worried about the ice melting i shouldn't be an issue in minnesota <laughs> it might have been because i remember do you remember they did this the lake tahoe games it was the yeah. glare on the ice right but even that like but they never what well, i think it was just scheduled for at night that's weird though why it's always like, an afternoon game. yeah like it's no different Especially, it made me forget that it was a Saturday night because I was I was watching the Winter Classic. I always watch the Winter Classic. It was, it was a good bad game because Minnesota has a bunch of guys out and they're on this yeah. losing streak. And St. Louis looked really good. Yeah, they, they lots let of goals. Yeah, lots of scoring. It just 
It just didn't it feel good. the yeah, the the jerseys weren't bad. A lot of people hated Minnesota's jerseys. I, I thought they them. were I thought they were okay. Yeah. The you have to be different. You can't just yeah. wear your regular jerseys. No, for sure. That's what it's all about. Did you see the Blues uh pregame attire? Yes. They were all wearing beach beach yep. outfits. Yep. Apparently Jordan Bennington's shirt was worth like uh $1300, wow. which I mean he's getting paid like 5 million a year, so I guess you can wear stuff like that. I thought it was it was a fun little gimmick. It looked freezing in Minnesota. Oh yeah, yeah, it was cold there. Wasn't it like one of the coldest sporting events ever? Yeah. Which it's funny I mean, when they say minus eight or whatever. Fahrenheit, yeah. Not not the same. It just it sounds better when you say like minus seventeen. Right. It sounds sounds a lot colder. Um yeah, but they had this on a Saturday night and I saw the Leafs and Senators were playing and it made me think, well, didn't they cancel a bunch of Canadian games? Yeah. But I guess it's because of the NHL's deal with Sportsnet that they just had to put that game on with four people watching in the in the stands. Yeah, I think it was like true. 900, which none of them were on TV either. They right. were just all in the upper bowl. It looked like yeah, and the Leafs won six nothing. Like it's nobody nobody's at full strength. So I guess you're seeing whichever team is just better at that time is winning. Yeah. Uh. The New York Rangers, I'm going to double-check this because I heard someone say they're tied for the NHL lead in points. Yeah, I heard that too, but they're not. They're not? I don't think so. Let's, let's check. This could also be the... They, Carolina's got to be ahead of them. Uh, let's Florida, see. but again, lots of postponements, right? So The New York Rangers tied for the NHL lead with 48 points. Wow. Do you want to hear how ridiculous this Metropolitan Division is? The Rangers with 48 points, Washington with 48 points, Carolina with 47 points. Those oh. are the top three teams in the league. Pittsburgh has 41. I don't know why I'm looking at the look at the division. Um, yeah, uh, Philly, Philly in fifth, 32. Columbus and New Jersey both have 31, and the Islanders have 26. Here they come, clawing their way out of this. Yep. Uh, the Rangers, though, just it, it's kind of cool to see that they might be at this next step. Right, with their new coach, Jokola. Especially for a team. He's a great coach once you get to the playoffs because of all the experience he has. For sure. And I, I, if anybody doesn't like watching this Ranger team, uh, he might must not like hockey. Because to me, as unrealistic, like I don't think they're a Stanley Cup team yet. But I think, I think they could win a round. Yeah. But maybe that's just, again, getting those guys that experience. There's a Benajad and Fox, Panarin. I guess Panarin has some playoff experience. Not yep. much. Yep. Columbus, Carolina. Um, The three stars, I love looking at three stars. The three stars of this past week, Jordan Cairo, big game at the Winter Classic. Yeah, for sure he did. Jack Hughes, Jonathan Huberdeau. Now, no really surprises. I didn't know they did three stars of the month, which I found interesting for just the whole month of December. I wanted to look at this because I, I didn't know who would be on this list. Uh, Matthews was the first star. He had uh, 14 points in seven games in the month of December. Uh, Max Pacioretty, who's now hurt, had right. uh, 16 points in 12 games. And Thatcher Demko went 7-0-1 uh, with a 1.22 goals against average. A 946 save percentage and one shutout. Wow. All a part of this big run the Come Canucks back, are having. Right. They're right back in it in the lowly Pacific. <laughs> um, actually, I do want to, uh, So, yeah, the Canucks are 7 0 1. Do you know what place they are in their division? 
I'll say they're probably third. They are. After losing like 10 in a row. They are still seventh. Wow. They are tied with the Sharks. The Sharks have a game in hand. They're two points back of the Kings, three points back of Edmonton. So, so right there. it's close, but it's funny to think, oh, they're on this unbelievable hot streak and they're still seventh. Right. And yeah, that's how bad they were. Yeah. The, but again, that division is Edmonton's on a big, bad slide. Yeah. They need a goalie. I I think I I still think it's possible for them to make the playoffs. Like just I guess it's maybe then the other division where it's St. Louis, Nashville, Minnesota, Colorado. Those are the top four. Yeah. And someone's getting a wild card out of those four. Yeah. And then so then pretty much the wild card's probably gonna come down to like Winnipeg, Dallas, yeah. Yeah. and one of those teams Vancouver. from the Pacific. Yeah. And Vancouver. And you know Winnipeg's good. Yeah. They're kind of like the Islanders. I have a feeling they're going to claw their way in. And at least, like, they're not. Damage. It's not like the Islanders where it seems like they're out of it. Right. Winnipeg's fifth in the division. Yeah. Three yep. points back at the Avalanche. Um, I was about to say the three stars a month again. Um, Alexander Ovechkin, because I feel like this has just been the year where he's just breaking all these records that I didn't know existed. He passed Dave Anderchuk for. Power play. Most power play goals, which makes sense. Yeah. We call it Ovi's office for a reason. Yeah. I wonder how many goals he scored not from that spot. Mm, good question. I not would say many. less less than half. For oh, sure. for sure. Like more, actually, maybe like 75% of his goals have come from that spot. And it might even be yep. more than that. Yep. It's, it's, a, it's a great career. And it's, again, everyone will always bring up the Gretzky conversation and – I know he's got a contract for the next five years, but I don't think he keeps this up. No. Might no. finish second. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say he'll finish second. Yeah. Uh, is that going to be one of those, like, he'll be, like, 20 goals off of Gretzky or something? Yeah, probably more than that. But just the, the fact that we're talking about it, that's impressive. I never thought anyone would even come close to it. Uh, Alexander Tessier, did you see this shootout winner? No. Oh, cool. Okay. Then I'm going to – I didn't know if I was going to have to look it up. So, uh, Columbus, I don't even remember who they were playing, but this – Was it Carolina? (laughs) That's for sure because they were up 3-0 and they lost 7-3 or something. Wow. I think it – yeah, it was – I think it was 4-0 and they lost 7-4. Wow. In the third. Yeah, that's – that's rough. Uh, why can did I spell? I might have spelled it wrong. Because uh, they're playing above their heads right now, Columbus. Yeah. Alex Tessier. I don't know why I went to his Instagram. Like he would have posted his own video. Um. Technical difficulties. Shootout goal. Sure, this should be it. Yeah. Here we go. We don't need to listen to the Charmin commercial. You also don't really need to listen to it, but you can you can watch and take us through what you're seeing. So yeah, this is this is shootout winner. It's Florida Columbus. Oh look at that. Florida, big win over Tampa Bay. Holy jumping <laughs> over take it to them. Comes in, get a couple de- Oh, I would I would call that cheeky one handed backhand like one handed backhand five hole. I'm like surprised Sidney Crosby hasn't tried that. <laughs> it's 
and it's just That's impressive and it's like smooth oh yeah yeah for sure like it's something he's definitely he's yeah, definitely he's practiced. practiced that uh we already talked about brujo uh canada having a bunch of games postponed just because there's not going to be fans in the stands which yeah to save the money i guess right so they can get fans to make money i get it because it's it sucks now like i'm past the point of watching games with no fans now yeah, you kind of need like, that energy. Yeah. and But it's also, like, you can only push stuff back so far. Like, especially in Ontario, it's not like in two weeks they're going to let fans back no, in the building. I know. It's three. Well, actually, it's it's three weeks. At least. Yeah. It's, this is the next couple months. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Unfortunately. Uh, wait, wait do we, we say Max Pratt's ready? Yeah. So injured wrist wrist, wrist surgery. Wrist. Even though he and he like came back fire. and he was red hot. Yeah, it's just sad. So him and Eichel back for the playoff run. Yeah, exactly, we must be coming. Yeah. We must be and, coming up uh, close to Eichel coming back. The next flyer. Nolan He's Patrick. been out all year too. God, what a waste. Second overall pick. Uh, McDavid and Matthew. So Edmonton, Toronto, supposed to go on tomorrow. Uh, McDavid tested positive. Right. Matthews tested positive yesterday, but tested <laughs> negative today because that's what we're in. I didn't think the Matthews McDavid battle we were going to have was between co- positive COVID tests. No. Yeah. It seems to be that's what it is. <laughs> it's it sucks though. Like it. We. It's a Wednesday night game. It's the NHL's marquee night, and right. you want to see those two guys. Of play. course. Of course. He's getting retested, so. Hopefully for hockey fans. I, I would actually watch that game. I haven't yeah. watched much NHL games outside of the Red Wings recently. but Yeah, I would have watched uh, tonight's game, actually. The Leafs are playing Carolina. I, I Again, they're kind of my team I like to watch. They're exciting. Carolina and Florida. Or maybe it was yesterday. I was going to watch it. Anyway. Oh, that was postponed. Oh, there you go. Because we, we don't want games in yeah, Canada. No, that's right. Um, I guess let's, let's go to the NBA. Uh. I really want to see Philadelphia Brooklyn play in a playoff series, not just so we can have the oh Kyrie Irving gets to play road games in the playoffs. That conversation will be fun, or the Kyrie Ben Simmons conversation. That's that's is, great. Is Ben Simmons vaccinated? Just let the two of them out there and let's see who gets sick first. I don't know if he is. He might be. I, who cares? I, I hope he is for his sake. Um, but the Seventy Sixers beat Brooklyn. Brooklyn's on. I guess what you call a slide. It's been like three or four games they've lost in a row, something like that. Still a great team. But Embiid and Durant were really going at it. And Embiid was waving Durant off the court. And as Durant was leaving, he was clapping and saying congratulations, basically, for winning this regular season game. I I love this because it's not one of those, like, fake, oh, I'm going to fight you and, and, like, pretending that you're tough it's just two guys jawing at each other and it was at the end of the game philly had the game in hand and they were it started before the game even ended that's all right i have no problems with that it kind of kind of sets things up for the playoffs possibly yeah i want to see i want to see this rivalry i want to see Embiid versus durant for four to seven games right especially now that we see how much they don't like each other now because before they used to they used to be pretty friendly when Durant was in like Golden State. Uh, so we have two two players returning, both NBA champions. Kyrie Irving expected to make his debut Wednesday in Indiana against the Pacers. I'm thinking he gets a standing ovation. That's my guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, it, it's funny when 
because there was reports that he was coming back. He was practicing. He can practice with the team in New York, I'm pretty sure, but he can't play. Um, so I looked through their schedule. I'm like, oh, their next road game is Indiana. And that <laughs> that's his debut because it's it's great. I yeah, love play. the soap opera is the best. And he won't get vaccinated and maybe it costs the Brooklyn Nets a championship. Yep. He's making a difference. <laughs> uh, Clay Thompson also supposed to make his return this coming Sunday against Why Cleveland. Why does keep getting delayed? Because I watched highlights the other night, and I, th- I thought he might be in the lineup, and he wasn't there. Yeah, he he looks like he's ready to go, and even Steve Kerr said, I'm not bringing him off the bench. He's going to be a starter when he comes back. It seems like Golden State has really taken their time and gotten Clay to 100%. Yeah, and that's fair. They're, what, 29-7. and seven. There's no rush. <laughs> No, that's it's a team that's about to get better. They'll finish first or second in their conference, no problem. Might be that that might be fun down the stretch of battle. Golden State Phoenix, who gets the one seed? Yeah, yeah. who's gonna play the Lakers in the first round <laughs> if they make it? Uh, so the Raptors twenty twenty one ends against the Clippers and uh sold out Scotiabank Arena in my yeah. head. Yeah, because there was about again ten people there. It yeah. felt like um it was a thousand. <laughs> And it was a strong, it was, not that the Raptors have a big three, but I guess you'd say the core, like the leadership at this point is Siakam, Van Vliet, OG. Yeah. And they showed out. It was uh, Van Vliet's first game back was against Clippers. Yeah. 31 points, Siakam 25, and Anobi even had, I think, 20 as well Yeah. against Clippers. Yeah. It's kind of, again, it's the weird time of basketball where it's just like, okay, so you got healthy at this time. Right. And the Clippers, Kawhi's not playing this year. Paul George is out for the next few weeks. Serge Ibaka got his, uh, not his ring. I think he already has that. But he got a video tribute. Yeah, he didn't even know or care. I don't know what the situation was. but They should bring back the virtual fans from the World Juniors or yeah. even the NBA bubble. That's right. Just have fans in there in some capacity. Um, so then... So that's how they end 2021 is is a nice win over the Clippers. And they start 2022 with a big win over the Knicks. Van Vliet, 35 points. And it it seems like I, I know you could just chalk it up to, well, they got out of COVID protocol. So now this is their full strength team against teams that are still missing guys. But right. I feel like at this point, especially this Raptor season, it's a win is a win. Oh, for sure it is. Yep. And it's 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 a play-in team, it feels like. It feels like a team that no one else would really want to play. Well, if they win tonight, they'll be 500. And they're currently the 10 seed tied with the Celtics. There you go. The Celtics, no way should be that low. (laughs) Even, I think it's some teams like Washington's come back down to earth. They're the 7 seed. I think the team I'm still waiting for is Cleveland. They're the 5 seed. They lost Colin Sexton. And they lost uh, Rubio for the year. Yeah, this it's a team that... They could probably still make the play in, but it feels like they're five games over 500. They're bound to regress to the mean. And if I'm wrong, then the Twin Towers thing, Mobley and Jared Allen, it works and good for them, honestly. The Wiz, yeah, the Wizards are the seventh seed. Charlotte's the eighth seed. It's teams where you can kind of. Oh, Atlanta's the 12th seed. They're definitely going to move up. They're going to come back. So it's kind of this group i wouldn't i guess you could put philly in there so like cleveland philly washington charlotte boston toronto that are all the bubble play teams teams. yeah (laughs) you can't can't really trust them yet and atlanta 
they're kind of in New York Islander mode where they're just kind of playing from behind. Uh, DeMar DeRozan hit back-to-back buzzer beaters, back-to-back games. This Bulls team is the one seed in the East right now. We doubted them. This is, again, last year I had to apologize to the Atlanta Hawks. This year it's the Bulls. They might actually be that team. I'm not saying they're going out and winning a championship, but this is the team now. I, I won't be surprised if we see them playing in round three. There's been a few whispers out there calling DeRozan a possible MVP of the league. I, It's not that far out of the question. He'll get votes. He's the best player on this Bulls team, and it's a one seed in the East. It's something people care about. Uh, LeBron James playing the center position. Guy just turned 37 years old, and he dropped uh, right after his 37th birthday. A 43.14 rebound, uh, including, I think it was five threes in the game. But, yeah, he's playing center. This is – he he had some quote, and it's why some people would say he's not that likable. Of He said something along the lines of, you have to remind people how good you are sometimes. He didn't say exactly that, right. but that is what he was implying. And he's one of the best basketball players ever, and he talks about it quite a bit. That's probably why I don't like him all that much, I guess. There's, there's certain guys that, you know, I've been thinking about that, like Tom Brady. Actually, I'll, that's part of my good, bad. I'll say that. Yeah, it's if someone's great, you know they're great. You don't need them to tell you, especially when LeBron called himself the greatest of all time, not, not the most endearing personality. Uh, Josh Giddy, who... Not many people talk about him, especially he plays in Oklahoma City. Um, he's a big uh, big TikTok guy. Uh, he is the youngest player in NBA history uh, to record a triple-double. It was previously held by LaMelo Ball last year. Um, I think more than anything, so he was 19 years and 84 days old, which is pretty impressive. They still lost the game to Dallas, which I thought was kind of weird that he was really celebrating that. But it was a 17-point. 13 rebound, 14 assist, triple-double. Those are pretty impressive numbers. Yeah, for sure. Not what, like, usually when people get triple-doubles, it's yeah, like it's, 25, 10, and 10. Right, yeah, the points are way above the other two. But, yeah, that's, I'm sure anyone would want that on a, any given night. <laughs> uh, also, my last last NBA story has just been the outbursts of scoring. And, again, it shows the difference of a guy that's been in the NBA for a few years and someone that just got signed out of the G League or Joe Johnson, who got signed out of the streets, it feels like again. Uh, Jalen Brown scored 50. Uh, John Morant scored 36. Jordan Poole scored 32, coming off the bench for Golden State, which was weird. And then we had a duel between Atlanta and Portland. And usually I'd, I like to make you guess this kind of stuff, but I'm not going to tell you who Tra- I'm going to tell you who Trey Young was uh, dueling with. And that was Anthony Simons, who the backup point guard for the Trailblazers scored 43 points against the Hawks. Wow. They won the game and luckily he didn't get overshadowed by Trey Young's 56.14 assist game. The Hawks still lost and it is just. It's that point of the it's that point of the year. It's kind of been this whole NBA season where everything is just it's never balanced. No. It's always catching teams at the wrong time. Yeah. And like it's weird like so Giddy has this 
great triple double and Trey Young has a fifty six point game and they both lost those games. Right. It's just not enough. It's a it's a weird NBA season and again, I'm always like eh, on the on the NBA until the NFL season's over. So by February, March, hopefully it's more of the important NBA games. Then you're into March Madness, hopefully. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that didn't that didn't get oh wait, did it get shut? No, no last we year. had it last year. year Two before. years ago, yeah. Ah, the world. We've been a uh, in three uh, we've been in one year for the last three years. Um couple other stories, Novak Djokovic, uh given an exception to go to Australia. I, th- I think we know his vaccination status. Of course. Doesn't doesn't give it to his kids. I doubt he does it himself. Um, I just, I'll, I'll give you the floor for that of just your reaction to, to him getting the exception to go to Australia. Here's a, I, like, you know, I don't like this guy. He's probably, and you know what? He might not, but he may be known at the end of the day as the best tennis player of all time. Not out of the question. What's that? Not out of the question. It's not out of the question. But in my mind, again, kind of going back to what you said about LeBron. The antics. The, yeah. And just who you are as a human. Makes a difference. Yeah. Whether you are the greatest of all time or not, it, it has an influence. And for Djokovic, unfortunately, there's two other people that you could call the greatest. And the other two, you know, are super human, great people. So I almost put them ahead, even if Djokovic gets 21 he might not be known as the best of all time why how come he didn't play in the u.s open last year like that's unheard of yeah to get kicked out of a tournament and the olympics yeah the antics is he related to antonio brown (laughs) right like to me those two it's just that's so unclassy it's not ten- especially when you're a tennis player you're supposed to be like a classy sport and a gentlemanly sport which i that i would puts i would be in a back seat for him yeah the the only thing i push back with the gentleman part of the sport is when you're on the court there's nothing wrong with the the energy the antics it's off the court okay well, be- well because i just think of those guys like i think of Djokovic, i think of Kyrgios, i think of uh uh, who's the French? Not Monfils. Um, Pair. Yeah, Pair. Right. Like yeah, I, think, I know, but you need and you need those villains. I think it's good that we've evolved the sport of tennis where you can have some energy on the court. It's off the yep. court where it's it's unnecessary. Agreed. Uh, another unnecessary. Uh, the MLB Network cuts ties with Ken Rosenthal due to his criticism of Rob Manfred. Wow. So he's still not unemployed. He still works for the Athletic and Fox Sports, just not a part of the MLB Network anymore. And it made me think of it's the MLB Network. It's the network that Rob Manfred probably has a lot of control and a lot of say over. Of course. You don't want to hear that criticism about yourself. I, I think that shows how, how how can he get fired? Aren't they in a lockout? Is he allowed to make moves like that? <laughs> He's got baseball just continuing to stay in the highlights somehow, eh? Just like Seager. Okay, now announce your retirement. <laughs> no one's talking baseball right now. Yeah, that was another one that was right after the... Or or what was the other one? The Dodgers. Oh, oh wait, we forgot. We got to sign. We signed this contract. We'll let you know now, yeah, right? It's like... We signed Bellinger before the lockout. Yeah, we didn't want to tell you that 
that day, but there was nothing going on this week. So, hello, we're still here. We had to, right? we had like, to save that. They're so good at that. And it, it just feels desperate. It's almost like if if all four major sport uh, commissioners were put up to a referendum of if you keep them or not, do any of I, I guess Adam Silver is probably the only one that's you know is definitely safe. Yeah. If you leave it up to the fans. Right. Goodell, I'm kind of just he's just the neutral one at this point. Right. There's more of the off like the concussion stuff he still yeah, yeah. kind of ignores. Right. I don't think any baseball fan would keep Rob Manfred. No. I think they'd rather us or Joe Torre. Yeah. Probably Joe Torre. Joe Torre's loved. Um and the NHL, as much as like I don't love Batman. But he he does do good things for the league for sure. He does good stuff for hockey. I just don't like him as an individual. Again, it goes back to like, yeah, he's the best commissioner of all time. Well, he's been the only one. But I don't know. In the like, time that's mattered, I guess. Yeah, because like I don't know. I thought Ziggler did a pretty good job when he was the head of the NHL, and I don't know. It's Again, bound it's, that you had to grow the game. Like it, yeah, it's, yeah, for it's, sure, it's for sure. Different. He's, he's done a good job. I just his personality just reeks of arrogance i guess is yeah. the way i would put it he really like he puts his nose up at a lot of people he sits on his high horse quite often yeah and again move the coyotes i was gonna say and then you need paul bisonette to be the the translator right. for hockey fans yes where gary bettman will tell him everything that he wants it's almost like keen peel had an old sketch that was obama's anger translator we need someone to translate bettman's lawyer talk Exactly. to what he actually wants to say yes uh i guess quickly the the college football transfer portal i can't remember what the guy's name is on tiktok but i told you about it and it's it's hilariously accurate that the quarterbacks that have transferred have transferred to schools where their girlfriend plays some type of sport and i just thought that was hilarious and people have now tried to dig like caleb williams the oklahoma quarterback he's in the transfer portal now he could go back but oh really so Oklahoma has no quarterbacks now if he goes in the portal. I think so. Um, the, I mean, they'll, they'll find someone. But I just love that. And it wasn't like the biggest names. Like it was Wyoming's quarterback went to Utah State because his girlfriend plays soccer there. And it was it was only a few of them. Like Adrian Martinez, too. Like he went because girlfriend plays soccer or volleyball. They, it was just it was funny that it had worked out a few times. Right. Like even if it's just a select few times. It's a very clear reason why you left. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Not a, not about the football, right? But you'll see a lot of that. That'll probably make it more interesting. Kind of takes away from Alabama's and the Georgias having this portal where kids can go play somewhere right away. Yeah, I think that's helpful for the NCAA. Kind of helps me retract what I was saying about why Alabama always gets all the best players. So, and now we have the SEC. The SEC battle for a third time, national That's championship. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I I did say I wanted it. I guess I shouldn't shouldn't have put the that two in the best universe. Teams. It's the two best teams this year. Nah, yeah, yeah, Michigan yeah, was overmatched. Do. Yeah, so was Cincinnati. Yeah. Who do you who do you like? We still have time, but like, if you had to just pick right now, who do you think wins? Georgia. Hmm. You think they get to Bryce Young this time? Yeah, and then they figured it a third time they around. A better defense. I like it. All right, that is all I've got. Let's get to your bad, good, and great for the first time in 2022. All right, bad. Um, the Cowboys lose Gallup, torn knee, gone for the year. Um, 
just yeah, yeah, we we already kind of touched on it, but just the NBA like um Vegas must just be like pulling their hair out <laughs> trying to decide on point spreads and who's the who is actually favored. Yeah. Like I've watched like the last three or four Raptor games I've watched, it's either they've had nobody in the lineup, right? They lose by 50 to Cleveland with no one in their lineup and then they get most of their or some of their guys back. And then the team they're playing, the Clippers, they've got no one in the lineup. But it's like you said, it's like, okay, are we going to get this team when they're in the COVID protocol? Nice. So let's beat them by 50. Yeah, you're catching G League teams. Yeah, unfortunately. So that's the reason why, to me, like you're trying to cheer for your team, but if there's nobody out there, right? Like when they play Cleveland, like there's like, Come on, Boucher. Once he's off the court, I don't know who's on the court. I don't know any of these guys. He's usually the second or third string guy. (laughs) Yeah, he was the starter, right? So, anyway, I just put that as my bad because, like, yeah, we already talked about it. It's a weird time. Um, my My other bad is Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons who blows the game for the Falcons by seemingly running in a a touchdown, running. Right, and I remember you saying that. Oh, Matt Ryan just ran in for a score, and then of all things, he taunts the guy. He never like, what are you doing taunting when you're? It could be your first ever career running touchdown. Taunts the guy, costs the Falcons the game in my mind because now they end up having to go 15 yards back. They don't score, and Buffalo comes down and scores and wins the game. Especially because if. If he scored the touchdown and taunted, it would have just been added onto the kickoff. Absolutely, no, I've got no problem with that. He but was it, short. But but how? Why are you taunting? Are you Zeke Elliott, where you're scoring 15 uh, rushing touchdowns? <laughs> like I just didn't get it. I couldn't understand why he was taunting him. Yeah, right. Especially like, Matt Ryan. Well, you like... even said it. Like Matt Ryan scored a rushing touchdown. Like <laughs> how many has he got in his career? That might have been his first. That's a good trivia question. Right? I bet he has an obscure. I bet he has like four. That would be my guess. Okay. Well, anyway, like, there's no reason to taunt. No. Right. There, there was no need to, and it wasn't like he, like he made a fancy play to make him look like, silly. Yeah, he dove short. He, I, I, I think he could have scored if he would have actually just dove normally, but his knee touches before he gets into the end zone, right? And that's... And, it, and it was like the Heineke when he ran in a touchdown, but right. he slid, and they yes. called the quarterback it, giving it, themselves up. up. So it's short, yeah. But anyway. Um, anyway, so that's it for my bad. Good. Um, we actually have another NCAA college football game this weekend. It's the Division Two final that I've been talking about. Uh, so North, I'm going to be watching this. North, North Dakota, Dakota State, State, who are in the, their seventh final in a row. So i got to see what this team looks like anyway. Um, so they play Saturday. Are and they it, not playing Jacksonville State or wherever Deion Sanders is coaching? No, they lost. They lost in the bowl game. Ah. Badly. Ah, poor coach. And it, yeah, and it was kind of sad because uh, he got like a knee replacement. Yeah, so he's so in he a wheel. On, like he a was on a cart. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, and then for my great, so two, um, just kind of touching on what we were talking about Djokovic. It's funny how at the time, and I'm talking about Tom Brady, at the time when players are playing, you don't realize or um, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't um, think about the person I, they are off the field? No, no, not off the field. Just what they do on the field. 
Um, you don't think of how great they are at the time. It's always afterwards. And I went back to, to think about that, and it's true. Like, Wayne Gretzky, like, I knew he was awesome, but then it's almost like you sit back and you look at some of the stats and some of the replays and stuff. You go, and, and I don't know why, but all of a sudden it's like they're even better in past tense than they are when you're actually watching them. Yeah, I had that thought with Rodgers during the Christmas Day game. I'm like, oh, wow, like, I'm going to remember how great Aaron Rodgers was, but it's, yeah, it's almost like they need to retire for you to remember how great someone was. Yeah, I, I, I Colby, like, there's, there's again, when they pass away, too, it's almost worse, which kind of leads me into my other one, which is John Madden, who, again, the tributes were unbelievable, but I never knew he was, like, the greatest winning percentage court, uh, coach of all time. Like, yeah. th- that's crazy. And that he just retired. That's stuff I didn't know because, again, he, he I'm younger, so I didn't know him as a coach. Um, but, again, yeah, just the impact, again, that he had, um, it's just it's stuff you only think about after they've finished doing what they're doing out there. So, yeah, I just kind of – because I'm reading the, the hockey news, too, the, the top – 75 players of all time and that kind of got me thinking like my in my mind mike bossy's the greatest goal scorer pure goal scorer of all time and i looked at his stats he's almost scored a goal a game in his career and that's a career that was short that was the other thing thank you for bringing that up because look at these 75 guys the Bobby Orr's who only played 10 years. Mike Bossy only played 10 years. I should have brought the magazine up here because there was about six or seven guys on there that really, it's sad, they only had a real short career. But then that made me think of Tom Brady again because what's he doing at 40, what's he, 44, 45? Yeah. Yeah. And it reminded me of Gordy Howe. He played till he was fifty-one years old. I saw him play, like, and again at the time. But now it's even more remarkable. And he was still good. He was still scoring twenty-five goals in the NHL at fifty-one. Yeah, he was scoring goals assisted by his son. Yeah, right. So it's it's yeah. Like, is Tom Brady going to throw a pass to his son? Uh, probably they, not. No, but it's that. now it's more but, the you know like mean? LeBron will probably play with his son, right? Or so against I, his son. I'm just hoping I think of LeBron a little bit differently. Maybe when he's done and go, yeah, he was awesome. I know he's good, but I don't know. I saw Michael Jordan, so I in my mind he's one of the greatest. Again, I saw Magic Johnson and Larry Bird right up there too. So it's kind of tough. Again, maybe after. I was going right? to say. I might think of people afterwards. My theory and my current Jordan versus LeBron, because to me those are the two best basketball players ever. To me it's Jordan until the day LeBron retires. Because you're going to look at LeBron's career and whether he wins one more championship or honestly even if he doesn't win another one, you compare the 22, 23 years or however long LeBron plays right. to Jordan who – had who started in 84 i'm pretty sure yeah like 84 so 20 years right. but also took a couple hiatuses in there right and then at the end of his career wasn't very good like no one talks about him playing in washington he was not very good no we kind of pushed that to the wayside yeah. where like lebron and brady are like they could win a game on their own still right yeah. like they're that good like brady is if he's not winning the mvp he's going to be he, second right 
unbelievable, right? Just like you were talking about Roethlisberger, right? Eh, he's like he's lost it, right? He's older. Like Brady hasn't. He's the same player. He yeah. doesn't look any different than he did in two thousand and one. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's it's now Roethlisberger was the last one because it was that Roethlisberger Rivers right. Eli era. Right. Because even Peyton was just before Brady, like right. started just before yeah, Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's all of your rivals are gone. Gone. Yeah. And now Brady's rivals are the Patrick Mahomes and the Josh Allens. Right. And still Rodgers. And there's another guy. I think Patrick Mahomes might be another guy that I look at at the end of his career going, wow, like this guy was incredible. Yeah. If they, if they keep any sort of that team together with Mahomes as a big contract, right. they're they're going to be fine. Right. But anyway, yeah, Tom Brady, again, and off the field, he's kind of like, eh. He's, you know he's who weird. he reminds me of? I wouldn't say he's weird, but he reminds me of Sidney Crosby. He just does every – he doesn't do anything. He's Derek Jeter. He's just – off the field, he's just, eh. Like, I'm, not, I'm boring. I also think – He's not very exciting. I was going to say he's also – I don't want to say this to be mean, but I don't know if he's the smartest person because I remember when – he had a Make America Great Again hat in his locker, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that political. We're not yeah, going to yeah. get into that. But it was more of, I think he's very simple. He probably said, oh, my friend gave me this hat. I'm going to put my friend my friend hat in the locker. Right. Like, he's probably wasn't thinking about the implications of him putting that hat in his locker. Right. It's When you're in your sport, that's kind of what you think about him. For Brady, he's been doing it for 20-plus years. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And... I asked mom because he was on um, the podcast that mom watches with uh, Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard, and she said he was like pretty boring. Like he, she, she actually said he was a little bit more interesting than what she thought it was he was going to be like. But yeah, he was still pretty vanilla. Yeah, like I don't, I don't really want to listen to Tom Brady. I want to listen to a guy like Joe, Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like Tom Brady's not going to say, yes, I'm the greatest of all time, right? No. He, no, he's not like that, right? No, maybe behind. I wonder if behind closed doors he's more fun when he has some, like, avocado beer or something. Right, you might find that out, right? Once Again, that that's once the kind done. of stories, once they're done, you hear more stuff about them. But, like, the John Madden, it's incredible, like, the tributes that everyone talks about. It's almost like you're watching a repeat because, like, no one has anything bad to say about him. There's no. not a bad story, but all the stories are all almost the same. Like where the, he is there to listen to other people and to educate them, but to get educated as well. That was like the big takeaway I took from all the tributes, which he deserved. I I hope there's I hope there's a part two of that Madden uh, thing. I don't think there is, but I I hope they have some extra clips or something that they end up showing. Because I'm assuming you still haven't watched it yet. It's so good. I'll probably I'll probably watch it this week. I'll watch it for that'll be my homework. I'll watch it for the next episode and we can talk about that. Uh, so that that was was that your last one? Yep. So that about wraps up for this one. We'll be back on Friday, Friday or Saturday. One of those days. I'm off. Talk about week 18 and I guess whatever else happens in this weird evolving sports world. Again, I'm, I've been getting some shots up, been uh, working out a bit. If uh, any professional team out there needs uh, needs another player out there, I'm, I'm willing to adapt. I'll move anywhere. I'll get as many vaccines as possible. <laughs> and yeah, that is my official application just to any sport. If you need, you need a guy out there, 
I'm a good locker room presence. I won't strip down and leave the team if I'm injured and you want to put me back in. Probably just tell you politely I don't want to go back in. But uh, that's just me. So, yeah, that about wraps it up for this one. We will see you next time.